Hey there, this is Be Still Be Free, and I am Sarah with Monica. Hello, everybody. We are working on chapter three today in our wisdom series. Yes. So hopefully you've had lots of time between um, today and last week to like ruminate and chew Mm -hmm. on everything that Sarah had to share last week and put some stuff into practice Yeah, and utilize your understanding and knowledge and discernment. Did you thank Jesus as for the, the blessing of wisdom when you turned yes. your car on? You know what I meant to say? <laughs> thank you, Jesus. And thank you, the car didn't blow up. Um, was like that a good idea too might be like instead, like, you know, there's gratitude journals mm-hmm. that everyone talks about. Like maybe every night before you That's go to bed, idea. write five things that you're like wisdom, wisdom, moments of wisdom. That's fantastic. And then just to get in the habit, uh-huh. you know? That's great. So I love that. Um Okay, so this week we're talking about the rewards of wisdom, which this should be a really exciting week for everybody. Like there are true rewards that God has for us. Um, Chapter three is kind of distilled into three overall themes. And this is John MacArthur outlined these themes. So as you read through chapter three on your own, everything relates to either man's relationship to God, man's relationship to himself, or man's relationship to others. So that's kind of just like the three areas like Jesus, others, and you, you know, like all of that way. So in verses one through 10, Solomon starts a whole litany of if-then promises. So like we talked about this last time, like the Mm -hmm. premise and the promise. Yep. So um, it starts with, if you keep these teachings, then you will have a long life and have peace. If you hold mercy and truth close, then favor and good understanding in the eyes of God and man will follow you. Love it. If you trust in God with all of your heart and acknowledge him, then he will direct your paths. And I wanted to pause here for a minute because Dr. Wearsby, my new best friend, who's overtaking <laughs> David Guzik in the role of number one. Um, he says that the word trans, the word trust translated means to lie helpless face down. It pictures a servant waiting for the master's command in readiness to obey or a defeated soldier yielding himself to the conquering general. And I love that so much because how many times have we seen trust the Lord with all your heart and lean on on your understanding? Like we have it on hand towels. We have it on plaques. We put it on our walls and it's like a, okay, I trust you, God. And then we carry on. Like it's a momentary pause. I love that because it's almost like the definition of what being still is to to be weak in the knees, to fall down. Yes. To like sink into like we always said that big chair and just like just kind of sit in it. Yes. And we give it the briefest, briefest hesitation and then we keep going on. I love it. But it's just like, it's a position in a posture. Like we talked about posturing yourselves, open hands, open heart, and then he will direct your paths. Um, if you're wise in God's eyes and not your own, then you will have a healthy body and strong bones, mm. you know? So maybe I have been wise in my own eyes and that's why my body has not been as healthy as I wanted it it's to It's so be. very interesting <laughs> that you said that because some of the stuff that I was studying for chapter four literally said that wisdom has been shown to, it talks about live longer days. Yes. that Because with that wisdom, not just because you're, ah, but with that wisdom, you know how to better take care of your body and you make yes. better decisions for your body and your spirit is lighter yes. and you're happier. Yes. Well, and I've told you offline before we started recording, like I have felt a lot more, I, I've always complained about being like low energy and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But I suddenly realized over the course of the last few months, I've been a lot more steady and it hasn't been like this. Woohoo. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not an Enneagram three as much as I would love to be yeah. as far as high energy levels but I've been super consistent and like super steady and I'm not having those dips and it was a slow burn to get there. Um, And so maybe 
like maybe wisdom is playing a part in that, right. you know? So like, totally. who knows who kn- the, the benefits Completely are believe in that. so beyond our understanding mm-hmm. and comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, um, if you honor God with your first fruits, then you will have more than you can contain. Um, and then Solomon is just super clear about the blessings that follow a life that puts God first. Um, David Guzik, not my number two, um, <laughs> at least in this series, <laughs> at least in this series says, <laughs> Deciding not to forget God's word is more than a mental exercise of memory. Mm. It is also connected to a life of obedience. If one mentally remembers God, God's word yet fails to obey it, we could rightly say he or she has forgotten God's commands, which wow. goes into so much of what you said last yeah. week about sure how does. like there's knowledge and then there's wisdom. That's right. There's understanding and then there's wisdom. That's right. So we have to be doers. We have to be doers. You have to apply it. If you don't apply it, it's nothing. Which is why we have from day one yeah. always added practical application mm-hmm. because you can take in all this stuff. You can quote B all mm-hmm. day long. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to poke fun at us, but like there's a lot of just B stuff around. Yeah. But it's it's more than just that. It's, it's more than just that. It's an overflow yes. so that you can do. That's right. So yes. That, yes. And all the B words that we've ever done are all the answers that God's given us to how we are supposed to do life. Right. It is the wisdom of how life is supposed to look instead of all the don'ts and all the limitations and all the stuff that so much can bring into Christianity. It's all the free ways of being in his word. It's not just be who you are. Right. You know, be true to yourself. That has never been our message. No, our, our message has never been um, just speak your truth. That's right. It's always been the God's truth. truth. Don't get me started Side on note. that whole thing. <laughs> we will not get out of here. We will um, not take God out There of is it. one truth, people. It may not be yours That's and it right. may not be mine, but it, there is one truth. And okay. it is God first. And it not is God first. first. Mm. Praise him. Just side note. Preach it. Okay. Um, in verses 13 to 18, he gets into the amazing benefits of wisdom. Um, and just like the um, the value, like the true, like, uh, I don't know, not monetary value, but anyway. Okay. So he talks about how it's worth more than silver, Mm. worth more than gold, more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to wisdom. And now think about that. There are people who desire husbands. There are people who desire children. There are people who desire wealth so they can be blessings, so they can be generous. Of all of the things that you desire, nothing can compare to wisdom. And think of who's saying this. Yes. He had all those things. He had his father was King David. Yes. So he walked into the throne with uh-huh. more than anyone could ever possibly imagine. And he is sitting here saying to us, the wisdom is worth more than everything mm-hmm. I've ever had. All the women, mm-hmm. all of the sex, yep. all of the everything. Yep. Nothing compares to wisdom. Yep. Um, wisdom holds long life and riches and honor. Um, pleasantness and peace are her ways and her path. Talking about like all of the paths that we Mm -hmm. take last week. She blesses those around her like a tree of life. You know, and where did we hear about tree of life in the very beginning? Right. Genesis. Hello. Like there's a tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. What is the tree of life? That's exactly right. That's not a mistake. Wisdom blesses around her like the tree of life. So like it is, it is like the source of everything. Yes. Before, um, and then there's more that comes after that that follow along the if then again, but in the mid, in the middle. So in the middle of the if and then, if thens, right? Then he gets into those amazing benefits of wisdom, and then he kind of takes a pause, or like in Psalms, how there was always the selah mm-hmm. to acknowledge the utter the utter awesomeness of God. Like 
he kind of goes back to that verse seven about the fear of the Lord. And he says, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By knowledge, the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. Mm. And which is those three words that you talked about last week. The Lord's wisdom, the Lord's understanding and the Lord's knowledge. Like, so like, here's all of these great things about wisdom, but let us not forget the fear and reverential awesomeness of the Lord. That's right. Who established the very air that you breathe. Like, Isn't that crazy? take that in for a moment. And I love and that he goes and gives him the glory for a minute. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? It's really, it's really beautiful. That's like, I see so much of David in that. Mm-hmm. Like all of this stuff. Let's just pause. Yeah. Let's but, say lot for God. a second. But God. Okay. Now let's go again. And we're coming right mm-hmm. back in. Um, so here's some more if then promises. If you keep with, then this is just, there's so many more thens than the ifs here. If you keep wisdom close, then they will be like uh, life. There'll be life to your soul and grace to your neck. You'll walk safely and your foot won't stumble. You won't be afraid when you sleep. Your sleep will be sweet. And I think there's like those are such um, everyday things that we need now. But it goes to me to this point of saying wisdom will help you with your worry. Yeah. Wisdom will help you with your anxiety. And again, you know, we've talked about um, mental, emotional wellness and you just wonder sometimes, because like I said, we've taken so much God out and we're so much information overloaded mm-hmm. and so so little on wisdom. And God's not in the little, God's always in the big. We have so much little going on in our lives, we don't even notice that God's in all of that. So you just wonder, he says, you will sleep well at night. You won't be afraid when you go to sleep. Yeah. Like. Your sleep will be sweet. Hey guys, I'm telling you that this wisdom is going to help you in every way, shape, and form. It's going to help you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. It's going to take care of you. You won't be paralyzed with indecision. Right. Um, You'll be able to walk in grace. Yeah. Um, And like I've talked all the time, like whenever I picture like a woman that's like really walking with the Lord, like there's just a grace that she Mm -hmm. walks with. Mm -hmm. Um, A countenance. Yes life to your soul. Like, can you imagine walking around feeling like there's just a, a, an abundance of life in your very soul? No matter what the circumstances are. No matter what. Right. That doesn't say as long as everything's going good in your life, you have a life in your soul. It just says you will have a life. Yeah. Like there'll be life to you. It doesn't matter if your bank account has a humongous savings in it or not. Like the grace, the life will be there. One of the best ways I can give an example of this is this weekend, we celebrated my aunt and uncle's 50th wedding anniversary in, um, Raleigh, North Carolina. And my cousin was given kind of his tribute to them. And he was saying how, um, you know, no matter what has ever come, you could call my uncle or even my aunt and you could just be like, it was the world coming to you could, you could just talk any kind of negative shop with them. And even if they thought that world war three was coming tomorrow, my uncle and my aunt would be just, it's okay. God's in control. God's got it. And there was just this peace. And it didn't mean that they didn't have concern, you sure. know, whatever. It wasn't like they were some head in the clouds kind of person. But they have gotten to a point in their life where they so much trust God and they're very wise mm-hmm. that that applies to them. They don't go to bed afraid. Mm-hmm. They get, I say restful sleep. Yeah, you I mean, you know, we all have our nights. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I don't think that's talking about every night you're going to go to sleep and sleep great. It just means that you're not going to have a burden on your mind as much yes. when you go to sleep. Fear will your mind you will away. be at ease as you And go that's to what sleep. makes me think of that is mm-hmm. this person who, no matter what comes to them, is just able to have that peace because they have enough wisdom to know God's in control. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, 
Um, oh, sorry. Okay. No, just picking right back up yeah. on my head. <laughs> um, it says that you aren't scared by sudden terror and that God will be your confidence and he will keep your foot from being caught. Mm. And so that's just that, that same thing we yeah. were just talking about. Like he is the confidence mm-hmm. and wisdom does that. And then the last batch of verses are basically a bunch of practical applications um, on how to put wisdom into practice in regards to others. So it's kind of a do's and don'ts list. Right. Um, so be good to others if it's in your power to do so, um, which I think you do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's right. You know, um, the golden rule, as some would say. Yes. Uh, number two, when you have it to give, give it immediately instead mm. of waiting until later. That's good. Which, um, you know, it's hard because sometimes wisdom, if you're not exercising wisdom, like you get gripped with the fear of, but if I give this, then what am I going to have left later? Um, don't take advantage of anyone's trust, which I mean, you would think would go without saying, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately it doesn't, doesn't don't argue for the sake of arguing. And like, that's probably the one that hits close to home the most, huge, um, especially my husband, he sometimes listens. So I don't know if he'll, he'll hear this or not, but he will always like, I am such a silver linings person. And because I'm an Enneagram nine, I can see both sides of mm-hmm. an argument. Even if I have no dog in the fight, like mm-hmm. I can see the other side. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times he doesn't need me to be devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. He just needs me to be supportive. And, and it, like, if there's this thing I need to speak into something, I will do that. Mm-hmm. But there's other times where I'm like, it's not going to benefit anyone for me to right. bring up this other side. Right. And I need to just let him right. vent just say or whatever he's saying, verbally process whatever he's going yes. through. He doesn't always need me to be like, yeah. well, but yeah, which I are the cuss words in our house. Well, but well, but <laughs> with me, with the kids, well, and but I told you what mine are. <laughs> Wait, no, I forget. I, I told you. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's an unlimited phrase unallowed here. Um, <clears throat> And then don't envy the wins that the ungodly get and think that their ways are more beneficial. And this one really is a big deal because I just, I, I know from personal experience, there's so many people that I know do not walk with the Lord, um, are not seeking wisdom, are not like earnestly trying to be transformed into the image of Christ and to see them continue to succeed and succeed and get wealthy and getting all of these earthly things it's very, it can be very frustrating yes. for somebody who's yes. really trying so hard to um to live a right life. walk in wisdom and to walk in just living. And so like that's just that is a really hard one to see. It is hard. Read that one again. Don't envy the wins that the ungodly get and think that their ways are more beneficial. Yeah. It's you know, you gotta remember it's always supernatural warfare. So there's a Satan out there that wants everything to look really sexy and cool for the ungodly. Yeah. Right? It, because if it doesn't, then why would anybody not choose Jesus? Mm-hmm. But it you know, I shared with you how our friend uh Richard passed away at Thanksgiving time, and it's just so hard to wrap your brain around because you're like, he was such a warrior for Christ, he was such a lover of his wife, such a devoted father, contributor to society. And 47 years old, God takes his life um, to heaven. And you, you just want to say, how can you reason with that? And I know there's so many people that get put in those kinds of adversity and they turn from God. Mm-hmm. But we are not supposed to understand the mind yeah. of God. Yeah, We're just supposed to understand that God is in control mm-hmm. and trust in that and sit in that. And, and we want to put human fleshly attributes on God instead of understanding that God is so supernatural we can't even really begin to understand it all Mm -hmm. and how that death 
and how the 47 years of life that he had plays into the next phase of kingdom building mm -hmm. for, for his legacy, whatever that is. But it is hard. That's a that's a snare for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. even, they want fairness. Um, even within the Christian community, there are people who seem to have positions of influence who we know or have been several reports of doing things that are very hurtful to people right. or exclusionary to people yet they have continued to remain in That's those right. positions. So That's like, right. it's not limited to just say like, well, I know that you're a blatant sinner right, right. or a murderer yeah. or anything like that. It's, it, it can be very nuanced. That's right. Um, but like, how does that, how does that keep happening? How, how can that? they stay in right. like, How have they kept the church? Yes. How have they kept all of yes. these, whatever the case may be. Yes. Um, and so that's a very like just don't real, compare. yeah. Um, and then, okay. So then we end chapter three with not just an encouragement for trusting God's ways, but a bold promises. Oh, I love bold um, promises. Give them to me. It says that his secret counsel is with the righteous. He blesses the just. He gives favor to the humble and the wise inherit glory. And listen, these might be crowns and jewels in our crowns that we do not see on this right. side of eternity. It might, be. it might be stuff that we're storing up later. And, you know, I have, I have had the thought sometimes, and this is very ungodly and prideful. So I'm aware of that. But <laughs> Nobody has to. It's not going to stop me, but I'm a, I know. So don't at me with all of this. But like, there have been times where like, I've kept my mouth closed or I've not, um, pushed for something that I wanted or felt very self-sacrificing. And I've just thought to myself, I'm getting my treasures in heaven. And that's just how I get through those moments. That's hilarious. That's okay. But, um, you know, and maybe, maybe not. God's going to have a really good laugh with me when I get there. But I don't um, think so. I think he tells us those things so we can use them for there, motivation. There will be I need blessing. to start telling myself that when I, when I take the first floor room, get my treasures in heaven. I'm my treasures my treasure in heaven. Room. My jewels in my crown are many. I'm going to have my Tiffany diamond one day and it's going to be in front and center in my crown. And I will give it back to Jesus when I'm going to have it. And he'll save the box for me in my mansion oh. or just my little tiny modern house, whatever. Um, the commentator, the, his last name is Trap. I didn't write down his first name and I don't remember it. I'm sorry. But he says that this, when Not it says John that. John Von Trapp. <laughs> Captain Von Trapp, the Trapp family singers. Um, he says when it talks about the wise inheriting glory, he says not have it only, but inherit it. They shall have it as their proper, perfect and perpetual right. Wow. Like the glory is our right. Like wow. we, will, we will not just like have it in our pocket, but it's like a right, a birthright given to us that we will inherit that glory. That so is it awesome. is there and it's coming. Um, Imagine how God feels. Think of how we feel as parents. When we know there's something our kid could have, but they're just not willing to have it because mm -hmm. they're not willing to do what's necessary to get it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a privilege, not a right. It's a mm -hmm. privilege. Part of our privilege is the gift of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And yet so many of us don't have it. Yeah. Imagine how he feels like, dude, I gave my son on the cross so that yeah. you could not just have eternal life, but you could have life abundant. Yes. And you just don't even know it's there. You're not even, you're not even tapping into it. It's the, um, it's the girl with the pearl necklace. I yes. think I've given this illustration yes, before, but it was ages ago. So I'll say it again. But like there was this daughter and this is i don't think this was true but it's a beautiful story a daughter who had um a costume jewelry pearl necklace and she wore it all the time wore it all the time wore it all the time would never take it off and so her dad comes into her room one night and is like hey can i have your necklace and she's like no you cannot have my necklace but i'll give you everything else i'll give mm -hmm. you my bear i'll give you this i'll give you that and he's like okay well that's all right and so he leaves 
And then the next night he asked for it again. And she's like, no, but I can give you more stuff and I'll give you this and I'll give you this and I'll give you this. And this goes on for several nights. And so finally he comes in and asks for the necklace again. And she just dejectedly, like with tears and her head hanging down, she's like, okay, daddy, you really seem to want my necklace. So I'm going to give you, I'll let you have the necklace. And she just reluctantly hands it over. And as soon as she does, he pulls out a box that has a real a pearl necklace in it of beautiful, real pearls. And he was all along just waiting to give her the genuine thing if she would just be willing to give up oh, the counterfeit. I and I think about that in relation to God all the time. And I will refer to things in my life like, I'll give you all of this, but I don't want to give you this. I want to hold on to my counterfeit pearls. I but what am, I, what am I missing? You know, that's one of my favorite stories that you've ever told, because it's so true. We want to hold on to everything that we have because we only see it from our eyes. Yeah. If only we would trust his perspective. And like the outer the outer layers of that onion is like you become a new believer. I'll give you I'll give up all this stuff. but I don't want to give up drinking. Yeah, I'll give up all this stuff, but I don't want to go to church. Yeah. Like I'll listen to all this stuff. I'm like, I'll give you know, and you get deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper into the center of it. And it's just. I don't want to give up my pride. I don't want to give up yeah. like those deep core yes. things that like were, we were born with this stuff yes. and it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, but it's worth it. It's oh, it's worth it. so worth it. So yeah, that's what I, that's what wisdom, like just being willing to give up all of that stuff so that we can have blessing and favor and glory that is all inherited, but we got to be willing to give up our own sense of right and our own sense of wisdom yeah, because God's ways right. are higher and his knowledge is higher. And so our own sense of wisdom, that's a great way of putting it. And it is a sense of wisdom. It is not even no, close to the real thing. Not even. No. Um, okay. So practical application. Um, this week, I, my idea is just one of the ways that we talked about from verses 31 to 35, pick one of those as a way to exercise wisdom I practically. Like I like so be good to someone if it's in your power to do it. Or if you have it to give, give it immediately. Or if there's someone whose trust you could take advantage of, don't. Um, <laughs> if there's an argument that you can walk away from, walk away. Walk away. And um, like, don't be envious of those who seem ungodly and are continuing to benefit. Just trust that God has the blessings ready to for you. This takes me back completely to the discernment, the quality of behaving or speaking in such a way as to avoid causing offense or revealing private information, the ability to determine right from wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. I mean, even, even as simple as like the wisdom to not gossip, if you're having a conversation with somebody or the wisdom. And to that's not... what, it, that's the practical thing, right? Like, you, you, like that's all great. All those promises. But now let's talk about it from a practical point of view, like knowing when to step out mm -hmm. from a conversation that, you know, you don't need to be in and, and having the wherewithal to do it. Yes. Right. Yes. That's, that's God. That's God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing where to, what to do with your money, being willing to pay your tithe when the tithe doesn't feel like it's even going to be there, but trusting that God says that he will provide. Yes. Wisdom, you know, being willing to whatever. I don't know. You can put so many daily things, how to deal with your kids, how to deal with whatever, you know, and not to deal with anything out of fear, but out of a sound mind. Mm -hmm. Just last night I was, um, picking up Paxton from a birthday party and there was a mom that I was talking to and it just got into this discussion about all this stuff. And I had just said something that we were like doing or participating in. And then she had come in. I don't even think she heard me, but she started talking about all the negatives associated with it. Um, that was like, I 
was totally offended by it. Cause I'm like, well, I just said that we're doing that. Yeah. And now you're coming in with all the negatives right, about that right. thing. And so I just looked at her when she was done and I was like, well, I need to get the kids and go. Like it was one of those things that was using wisdom. She was not going to hear my side. No. She'd already had her mind made up. Yeah. Was not interested in a discussion to try to learn yep. or understand a different perspective. And so wisdom was just saying, okay, walk away. I got to go. Yep. And that's okay. You don't have to defend yeah. yourself all the time. Sometimes yes. the best defense is just walking away. Oh my gosh. It's exhausting. Let's have a podcast on that. Lord have mercy. All right, Lord. friends. Well, Monica, thank you so much. Well, thank this you. This is good. And I love how each week just continues to string together. And I just love build on each other. That. Yeah. So good. Let's do a quick pray out. Thank yes. you, Lord, for this day and for, again, just words of wisdom. And I just have to say it like that because it's exactly what they are. We praise you for loving us enough to giving us uh, these things. Um, we just have to be willing to open our mouth, Lord, so that you can feed us with it. Lord, I pray that you'll be with our listeners. You know where they are. You know what they need. You know um, the heaviness in their heart, or you know where they want to grow. I pray that you'll meet each and every one exactly where they are. Guide us, protect us, and bring us all back together next week in the name.